podcast. I'm coming coming to you from North Carolina, Camp Lejeune. Caleb, always chopping it up at Walnut Ridge. What's going on, brother? Nothing much, bro. It's crazy to me. I'm looking at this man. I haven't seen him in so long. I saw him uh, maybe, was it two weeks ago? Got to see each yeah, other? Yeah, it was two weeks ago. First time in three months. If, if you guys don't know, Hudson went to, uh, was it boot camp, I guess you'd call it, for the Marines? Yeah. Uh, and he, he was training uh, to serve our country, which is the coolest thing in the world. But now Hudson is going to be able to be back on episodes. He is just as much a part of this as I am, and I'm so excited for him to be back and to uh, share some of the wisdom he's learned. And I got to ask you, Hud, uh, what was it like? You, you got to give us everything. Give us everything, man. Talk about the spiritual, the spiritual aspect of it, the mental aspect, and the physical aspect of uh, training and getting ready to serve our country. For sure, man. Uh, Ura, first off. But uh, <laughs> let's, let's get going here. So boot camp was definitely an experience for me. Um, it was nothing like I thought it'd be, really. Um, you know, physically, I'd give it like a 7 out of 10. It was pretty rough. Uh, what's your sergeant? More 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 fatigue fatigue than like anything with the training um but then you go to the mental side of it man that's tough um uh, being away from the whole world uh your phone everything like that for three months you don't know if anybody even knows you exist or anything like that you still you know you do but yeah at the same time you feel like wow i'm really in this thing alone you know mm. uh but there's definitely some trials throughout the whole thing i saw I saw a lot of crazy stuff, some mm. messed up stuff, but uh, through it all, God, God was holding my hand, mm. um, and that's why like, we kind of gave it the name for this episode, the closer you ever be to God when you have nothing but him, mm. and I was living it for sure. Uh, it was definitely, it was, it was a battle from when you woke up to when you hit the rack at night, uh, uh, drill instructors in your ear every day, and timing you on how fast you can take off your clothes, put them back on, shower, brush your teeth, everything like that. Uh, it gets mentally draining. And uh, I got my boy walking in on me right now. Say what's up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, it's just life here. You get real close to everybody. Made a lot of good friends mm. and uh, everything like that. But uh, a, lot of, a lot of spiritual growth in it. And there's also some trials where you fail. Um, there's been times when People, I've, I've questioned where I was at and uh, just had to get back up and keep trying to push through. Mm. Um, I, saw, I saw a lot of things where kids break, and that was rough. Um, one kid went fully off the deep end. I'm not going to get into it too much, but uh, yeah, just seeing people crack like that, it's, it's, it'll kind of it'll make you – it'll open your mind to things. Mm. And, uh, you know, a wise man – once told me uh me and Hudson have talked about that I, I told Hudson that one time the closest you'll ever be to the Lord is when you don't have anything but him and he loved that because uh you know a lot of people think that when you start doubting that that means that you know maybe you're less you love God less uh but that's actually not the truth when you doubt that's actually moments where your faith can grow and exactly. I want you to yeah I want you to talk about that like what were some of the just really spiritually hard or mentally hard moments where uh you may be questioned and there, where your faith grew uh specifically maybe where like you know you were in the middle of training and you wanted to give up but you chose not to because i know you right. you are uh i know you're sometimes you have some type of leadership position so i know that you thrived where, when you were there and just talk about moments where um you wanted to give up but you didn't 
Well, yeah, that was um, that was also tough. That contradicted with my spiritual aspect was being a squad leader. Um, it came with uh, a role to where I had to be in leadership and I had to say things that nobody else had to say or like step up when nobody else had to step up. So making corrections uh, that could that could kind of intervene on your uh, spiritual basis of am I really am I doing this for the will of God or doing this for the will of man? Like, am I leading these people in the right way by my drill instructor's terms or God's terms? And I just, I just read to you or sent you a picture of first, first Thessalonians first, four. Yeah. First Thessalonians, I was going to say. I mean, am I living to please the man or please God, you know? Um, so that was really cool. That, that verse just coincided with that real quick, but mm-hmm. yeah, you definitely have to be uh, ready for anything. And uh, man, like, going to church on Sundays was probably like the biggest part of like maintaining your growth. You guys go to get, church? We'd get, uh, on Sundays, we'd get an hour of chapel where we could that's go awesome. to church. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's where you let it all out, man. Um, so, you know, you can't, you can't smile or let any emotion show during training, but, uh, that place it's where God's comfort is. It's overflowing, you know, for sure. So it's, it's cool. To, it's cool to be in that atmosphere. But then 10 minutes back after that, you're getting yelled at. So <laughs> you, you got to flip the switch. Yeah, because I know, please, let's talk about this because we've talked about this and I, I just really want to make this uh, obvious, my, my thoughts on this. You know, the book I told you I read, Wild at Heart, have you, have you gotten into it yet? I've gotten into a little bit of it. So I read a book, it's called Wild at Heart, and it says every man desires three things, a battle to fight, an adventure to live and a beauty to rescue. And the whole book is basically what you were saying about how men are actually not made to be soft. And, mm-hmm. and we were made in the image of God. We were made for battle. We were made for adventure and we were made to rescue. And, and what that means, uh, kind of like what you said about, you know, not showing emotions. I think that we're supposed to have a balance as men. We're supposed to have a balance between, you know, if someone is hurt, you know, we got to be there for them. But if somebody is hurting someone else, we need to fight for them. Right. And so, you know, I talk up a little bit about how when you were there, you kind of had to learn yeah. that, you know? Yeah, that's definitely a fine line um, in between deciding what, what's right for man and what's right for God. What, like choosing, choosing your battles, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the best way to put it. And uh, knowing when to say something and knowing when to, let it kind of move forward in another direction. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a lot of that, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, back and forth with that. But uh, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. Well, as far as being away from other people, like, how was it? Like, you know, <laughs> how was it like missing friends and family, uh, you know, letters and right. stuff like that, you know? I uh, I got to send you one, and you said you sent me one back, but I didn't get it, which was okay because I, I knew. No, it's okay. Like I, I mean, like I knew you probably just, you know, didn't find the right address. And then I I wanted to send more, but I was like, wow, I guess he didn't get my letter. No, I definitely did. But uh, another thing is the uh, drill instructors don't really care about uh, your letters, so <laughs> they don't care if you get them or if you send them. So a lot of times half my letters didn't get out or I didn't get half my letters, which is really hard because that's your only way to communication, right? Yeah. So that, that definitely takes a toll on you too. And the thought of like 
what really got me was I wonder if who I'm thinking about right now is thinking about me. Wow. You know? Wow. I love that. Uh, I thought about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's one person in particular. She and knows uh, she, <laughs> she knows she's his. But uh, a lot of that was going through my head. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's tough, man. Not knowing, not knowing who you care about, what they're up to, what they're doing. Yeah. While, while all you can do is think about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, that's, that's another part. That's another part, man. You got to stay strong. And like, I'm where God wants me right now. There's a huge mission field here yeah. that I, I know he's put me in and I got to stay true to that. Yes, sir. That's, you got to, you got to, you got to pick something and hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to hold on to your faith when you're in a situation like that. Um, and I know that you told me you kind of got to lead um, a little Bible study sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and I know you didn't, you didn't have your phone, but you got right. to have your, uh, you got to have your Bible. Do you get to have mm-hmm. anything else? that's all you need you got your sword you know what they, I'm saying? They t- man they told us to show up with twenty dollars in a pair of underwear that was it <laughs> yeah but talk to and, me uh, about study man about getting the lead dudes and kind of kind of seeing uh different perspectives of you know other people that where they're from and then where you're dude, from and how you could be a life so I'm, I'm so glad you asked me that mm-hmm. um so i'll get into the bible story a little bit the bible study but then i'll kind of go off different but the Bible study was really cool. We'd have 15 minutes at night to where we could talk and kind of kind of get to get some ideas and discussions going. Man, there's people from all different backgrounds. I met a Buddhist guy that was – he was a little off the walls, uh, but uh, it was cool talking theology with him for sure. Yeah. Um, a lot of good discussions. Um, and some people were like, you know, man, I've been going to church in a while, and these, these talks have been helping me. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have that, which was great, and you'd be like, yes, I feel like something I'm doing is working. And then you'd have those nights where they're – or people just goof off the last 15 minutes and they're like, yeah. nobody really cares, you know? And so you, you go to bed, like, did it not get anything done today, you know? Right. So that, that'll take a toll on you. But I wanted to go off of the different people in different backgrounds. Um, man, there was this guy, um, I'm not going to say his name, but during the whole duration of boot camp, I was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> like, like, um, I always wondered why he did the things he did, why he was extra in the way he was. And it always just kind of bothered me. I was like, he's, he's doing too much. Um, so, but then I just stand there and watch posts, make sure nobody comes in and tries to kill us. Yeah, bro. Thank you a little. Sorry about that. Watch him. Look at him being a leader in the middle of the podcast. But uh, anyways. He was uh, talking to a buddy. I, if I didn't know. <laughs> go ahead my I, got to talk to, I got to talk to the same guy when we're here and i'm like man what, what made you join the marine corps he was like you know dude uh i actually had a buddy he's my best friend that i was so close with and he gave me this long story but i kind of keep it short anyways his buddy gets shot um he gets shot and bleeds out and dies right before he can come and help him like he's trying to run into this building and save his buddy that got shot by his crazy uncle which is a whole nother story Mm-hmm. but uh his buddy dies that always wanted to be a marine and he's like you know and ever since then i signed up to be a marine and i was going to be twice the marine just for him wow and i was like man it kind of caught me off guard i got a little teary out i was like every uh well my back in sunday school with my uh john david morgan used to tell me every face has a story mm-hmm. and i never related to that so much until that moment Mm. where I looked at this guy and I was like, man, why is this guy like this? And then he gives me that story and I'm like, man, I'm sorry for looking at you the way I did when I didn't even know your whole story, you know? I, mm, 
I relate to that so hard, bro. And there's there's tons of that here, man. Like for people from all different aspects of life and different walks, just coming in here with the same idea. Dude, that's that's, that's really so cool. crazy. It's so crazy you say that because I promise you that I've a muro. Move over. I don't know a muro, bro. He's <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no, we're not even gonna edit. No, we're not even gonna edit it out. If y'all didn't know, he's 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 a leader, so he's still uh you know people still come to him and they ask him questions every once in a while, and someone just came and asked him a question. So uh, I love that though. But anyways, I think it's cool that as we're recording, you're literally like you're not on duty right now, but you're you kind of are if you think about it. Man, but, man, it's not a job; it's a lifestyle, bro. I'm telling yeah, you. Of course, but. Uh, kind of like what going back to what I was saying, it's so crazy you say that because I promise you, I am bad about. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm bad about it. You know, I try to you know see every everyone uh, as someone that's made in the image of God. But one of my very first days here, I met somebody. You know, this is a Christian school, like where I, where I play basketball at. It is a Christian university, and so you'd think that because there's so much Jesus everywhere that everyone would be, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, you know, stuff like that. But no, nah, dude, like I, I have a, a friend in particular that told me a story about his life and why he's the way he is. And man, I, I'm not going to lie at first. I'm like, man, why is this person the way they are? And when you hear what people have gone through and you hear their story and their testimony, it's just crazy how it makes you want to change your view of other people. The next time you see somebody like that, and just think, man, like everyone has a story and I want to see people the way God does because God, man, there's a verse, uh, I think it's in Proverbs. I know you love Proverbs. It's talking about um, how the eyes of the Lord are everywhere, seeing the wicked and the good. And basically mm. God, God sees everything good and bad that happens to us. And I think that we should see people with, an, with eyes and a lens that is, uh, you know, through grace and not through judgment. And we should always be, you know, trying to see people um, in full. Well, yeah, that reminds me of what I just saw today. I was looking over my flashcards from Africa mm -hmm. and I was, it was, uh, how can they see without someone showing them? How can they hear without someone telling them? Oh my goodness. And uh, that really, that really spoke to me because I'm in this position where I could, I could be leading in a different direction. And like, you fall, you, you can get lost in the world real quick here, bro. Yeah. And especially what you said about like, kind of like what we talk about, about how like, if you're doing a drill or something and you like, <laughs> I know this sounds kind of funny. Say you're doing a drill or something and like you're going one on one. I don't know if you guys do y'all do like physical things like one on one, like maybe like. Oh, we like, box every weekend, like wrestling, stuff like that. Say, OK, say. <laughs> and this is going to sound funny. All right. Say you knock the crap out of someone while boxing. Mm hmm. And they come up to you and they're like, dude, how did you do that? And you, now you don't have to, you know, you don't have to be the church, Chad. That's like, oh, you know, Christ is my strength. I do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Like, you don't have to do that. But you can talk along the lines of kind of like, you know, about that, like, you know, the TikTok I made about how I really think that ever since I, God's word has been on my heart, I've become not, I don't want to say a better athlete in the sense of, oh, I'm jumping higher. Or I'm doing this, doing that. But more so, I feel, I feel stronger in my faith knowing that uh, nothing has to shake me, knowing that God is my strength. And whenever you can tell people that, like say you beat someone, you can show people that you can love Jesus 
and not be soft. Right, right. Yeah, you definitely you definitely can't show that side of you too much here. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, man, I don't, I don't know why I just thought of this, but I was thinking of every purpose. I'm so big on purpose. And For sure. the Billy Graham thing I sent you today about <laughs> the pencil, like life yeah. without God's like an unsharpened pencil without yeah. it, without without it's yeah. pointless. For sure. And, uh, I'm just really thinking like all this is just pointless if I don't, if I'm not bringing something that's eternal with it, you know? I love that. Yeah, because you, you've told me that before. I mean, we can't take stuff with us. We can only take people and how no, you – I don't know how many times I've said that. Yeah, no. Nah. Shout, shout out to my old man for that one. But Yeah. You know what's crazy? I got to tell you this while we're on here. Your mom told me one day. She was like maybe – I don't know, maybe like I said it on an episode. You know how you like you can't take a Hersher to heaven? You haul. No, like it, it's actually a different word. I can't remember what it is. But your mom called okay. me and she's like, Caleb, like, it's, it's, it's actually like not the word. It's a totally different <laughs> word. So you've been misquoting that. <laughs> I was like, all right, my bad, Miss Dawn. So, I don't know. But funny. talk about, uh, man, talk, tell, tell a little bit about the, um, about seeing your parents uh, and getting to kind of getting to come home and like, I guess the reality shift you had. Uh, man, but, you, you, you honestly do come out a little brainwashed. Like, <laughs> to a certain extent uh-huh. i remember i remember as soon as i left base at uh paris island we got to the airbnb and i was just standing at attention mm-hmm. like in, in the airbnb and my mom's like what are you doing <laughs> and i was like <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah so you definitely you pick up on things and like um it was hard for me to like get comfortable smiling again without looking over my shoulder making sure there's not like a drill instructor yeah uh, i was gonna you definitely <laughs> think about that I was going to say, because like, I remember there were times where like, you would start laughing and you go, (laughs) and I'm like, hud, you can laugh. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. When I got back, uh, I had a lot of people tell me like, dude, just just chill out. (laughs) Like, it's okay. Yeah. But you're always on a higher state of alert. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, that's a good thing to have, but also you need to learn when it's time to like, you know, chill out. Yeah. And I think that, I think it was good for you because, uh, man, me, you and Caleb Hewitt, we're up at my church playing basketball at like one in the morning. And I remember uh, I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, like I miss doing this all the time. Right. Cause like you may not know this uh, and people may not know this, but whenever you were gone, that was actually really, really hard on me. And what I mean by that is like, you know, if people don't know me and HUD, I guess you'd say are like spiritual partners. And what that means is like, you know, if something like, say you have a temptation, uh, you know, whether that's, uh, to do the wrong thing, whether that's a a sexual temptation, you know, trying to, you know, defeat your, your flesh, I guess you'd say, and I know we don't want to get all, you know, spiritual and all that, but the thing is, if there's ever something where it's like, you know, I'm not comfortable telling everyone about this because I, you know, maybe I am ashamed of it or whatever. Like we've always been able to, you know, say like, dude, man, I did this and I, or I'm thinking about this and I I gotta, uh, you know, I gotta turn to the Lord and we've always been able to pray with each other or, you know, maybe turn each other to someone else that knows more. Uh, and I didn't, honestly, I didn't have that. Like I have other friends, you know, but it's not the same, man. Dude's like my best friend. And it, it was just hard. It was hard on me, man. Bro, it was definitely hard on me. I missed you a lot, bro. 
uh, missed everybody a lot. And uh, you, you had to flip a switch, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told – I was telling my girl earlier about this. Like, I know you like saying that, my girl. I know you like saying that. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, I was like, I didn't sign up to come back the same person, I guess, you know. Mm. Love that. Like, I didn't – I didn't, I didn't just join this to come back normal or the same, but at the same time, you got to have that spiritual foundation to know where you're at, you know? Dude, I'll say you, you, I think you've from, (coughs) excuse me, from what I saw, you were very solid. And what I meant, what I mean by that is like, when you came back, you could tell that you'd changed, but you could tell that you were still Hudson and that, you know, thanks, bro. I'm glad to hear that. I appreciate that. You still crack a joke every once in a while. Like, right. I mean, like, I don't know why, man, right. but some, sometimes we just laugh at stupid stuff. And I think that's, that's how it is when you're with your friends, bro. I mean, you know, but I think like, you know, you, you asked me to go run and I was like, huh, you want to go run? I was like, let's go run. Cause I, you know, I'm in, I'm in track. So I had to run like three miles on Saturday. He's like, dude, let's get us three miles in. And it was, dude, it was like two in the morning. We stayed up super late. He's like, all right, we're going to get up at seven. And I looked at him, I said, man, I know you've been in the Marines and all that. I ain't getting up at seven, brother. We'll get up at nine or something like that. But one of the one of the things this place did teach me is you it doesn't matter how tired you are, you can still do it. I need that I'm, one. Dude, I mean, like I've been to the point of exhaustion and I'm like, you can still go on a uh-huh. 10 mile ruck. I don't know, it's crazy. What's yeah, what's uh talk about the training a little bit. Talk about what you had to do. Go into detail. All right. I'll give you the – man, I hope my phone's done dial on me. I got 2%. It's not good. That's not good at all. But uh, if it dies, we'll just have to pick up where we left off. Um, you already know how it is. So, it starts at 0400 every day, which is 4 in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And never. it, it kind of depends on you how your day goes. If it sucks or not, depends on how fast you get online how you're moving that morning, everything like that. And usually it did not end up good. Uh, we'd hear this in the morning, which is, and as soon as that's the drill instructor clapping and that's us hitting the deck, like doing up downs right when you wake up and you're already like, I hate my life. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh my and, gosh. Uh, that's a clip. You do, you do about, you do about 20 of those or something like that, or however many they feel. And then they're like, all right, you got 500 to get dressed. 500, 198, 98, 98, and they count you down like that. And then they say, oh, we didn't make it. Put it back on or take it back off. 198, 998, 98, 5, 93. And you're just like, golly. And then after, after they quit messing with you and getting in your head and stuff like that, you go to, you go to early, early morning cleanups where we'd clean the house, uh, run deck towels, which is you get a towel, you start at the very front of the quarter deck and run it all the way down to the head, which is the bathroom. And you're pushing these towels like, I don't know, like 50 yards or something like that. And it, you, it, you're feeling it already in the morning. So we'd scuzz the deck for a while and then we'd uh, clean everything else, like make our racks, make sure they're all tight and stuff. And let me tell you, dude, if they were not tight, oh, you're going to die. <laughs> uh, and uh, what, I'm, what, I mean by, what I mean by die was we did these things called IT sessions, uh, which when you got in trouble, the drill instructor would would have fun with you and take you somewhere which was the sand pit where he, he'd be in your face say he'd say like he'd get in he'd get on your face like this he'd be like all right now get on your face get on your face 
And you'd be like, push one, two, three, four. You, you do push-ups. Then be like, flip on your back, flip on your back, crunch, crunch. And during this whole time, you're like rolling around in a sand pit, getting nasty at five o'clock in the morning. And this is this is how the rest of your day is going to go with sand and all this crap. But uh, uh, the big dog just rolled in. But uh, I don't know if the camera caught that or not. But uh, I don't know what he said. All right, good. <laughs> but uh anyways he'd uh we'd do that and then the rest of your day would go on with whatever they needed you to do whether it be practicing drill which mm-hmm. would be marching like little right little right kind of deal you know hoorah hoorah that's my and name. then uh what in the world you're fine yeah that's and, my favorite uh, thing bro i love i love when you say that hoorah yeah, so that'd go, they'd go on for a little while, and then it'd be whatever they needed you to do for drill or just day-to-day basis, cleaning or classes or tr- more training. What, what classes? Stuff like that. I didn't know y'all took classes. We, we take Marine Corps history, uh, all kind of stuff like that, from 1775 all the way up, and uh, learning everything about that, then testing over that stuff. And uh, I know you were at the top of the class. Something like that. <laughs> and then uh, the rest of the training throughout the day. So it just depends on the, you know, and they would just, it would just kind of depend on how they're feeling that day, what, what all went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of running, man. The military is a running man's game. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> that's what you said. You said that uh, you were one of the only people to actually gain weight. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of weird. But it's kind of a thing here. Like, if you need to gain weight, you will. If you need to lose weight, you will. I don't right. know how they figured out this algorithm. I guess if you've been doing it since November 10th, 7075, then you figure it out. But it's weird. Yeah. Cause you like, I don't know, you're like, you're in better shape now, but you're like bigger, dude. Like it was weird. Like you yeah. got that dang haircut, took them curls off, and I was like, and all of a sudden you got all big. You still can't bench press. Yeah. Can you bet? You, oh, okay. you might be able to bench more than me no all right so this is what's funny so hudson went to the marines like we there's this running joke we have so like well i don't want to say it's a running joke because <laughs> no i don't want to say that but like we'll always be like who's stronger right uh, yeah. like, he's about he's about six foot i'm about five ten but I, but he's like he's strong that's a stretch that's a stretch brother hey it's a stretch for you too no, yeah, no not really so. no but like I don't know. We'll just always be sizing up on each other and be like, who's stronger, this and that. And so I, cause I, when I was at Arkansas state, shout out to coach Shane, I worked with coach Shane and I gained like 10 pounds. And then I was just bigger. Like I was way bigger. I was like 175 and Hudson would be like, dang, bro, you big. And anyways, came here, started running track, started running, you know, freaking 25 miles a week. And now I've lost 10 pounds and I'm like 167 ish. I'm going to gain it back in the summer. But no, it was so funny because before he left, like I was not like crazy stronger than him, but I was bigger than him. And now he's bigger than me. Like, (laughs) like he went to the Marines and he freaking got big and he was, he kept joking to me and he was like, bro, when I go to the Marines, I'm going to be bigger than you when I get back. And I was like, no, you're not. Now, if I wouldn't have ran track, you know, we'd probably be about the same size, but no, you're, you're definitely, you're definitely a little bigger than me now. I let, let my, let the pride go out. I admitted it on the air. 
There it is. There it is. No, bro, that's another thing. You got to let all pride out. Like, every little bit of it from, like, I'm, I'm a grown man. I can dress myself to, like, oh, yes, yes, sir. I'll put on my blouse when you tell me to and take it off when you tell me to. You know? Yeah. Like, that's tough. It is. Yeah. Eat, eat. The biggest thing for me was since I was a squad leader, I had to eat last. And they'd give you only – they they only give you like five minutes to eat. Am I right? Yeah, this this guy over here is a guide. Shout mm-hmm. out, shout out to Mero. But he was a guide for another <laughs> platoon. But we'd only get a little bit to eat. So like, as soon as my tray touched the uh, touched the table, I have like three minutes to gulp this stuff down. And most of the time, mm-hmm. we get to finish it. And that's hard throwing away a full plate of food when you're starving. Yeah. Random question, by the way, is the food good? Like, is it like, is it, is it all right? Is it decent? Like, what is it? We're we're just talking techniques on how we scarf it down, but <laughs> yeah. But what like, is that? how how is the food? Like, was it good? Or is it like <laughs> the food was? It was. You didn't eat for flavor. You just eat to live, basically. Like, Golly, you didn't really I care. Imagine. I love food. I can't imagine. Yeah, like I, have, I have, you know, gluttony. You know how that's like a sin. Well, used to be. I hope it's not anymore, because I sin all the time. Nah, I, can, <laughs> I, I eat. I definitely eat just to eat. No, dude. But I'll tell you one thing. There, it was peanut butter, man. Like there would be full on fights over these peanut butter packets. Heck no. But, you know I hate peanut butter. <laughs> you would have made it. Yeah, because I'm allergic. Oh yeah, but yeah, man. I was just. That was just life there, and you just accept it after a while. It's like it's part of it. Yeah. Well, dude, it's been fun, man. Uh, it's been fun getting you back on. Uh, we're definitely about to get some uh, more guests on here, and HUD's going to be here now, thankfully. We miss you like crazy, bro. But uh, I'm definitely happy that you're uh, you're thriving where you're at. Uh, you continue to you know, seek the Lord first. Continue to put those desires of your heart. Uh, in him psalm 37 4 i know that's your favorite verse what is it delight yourself in the lord he'll give you the desires of your heart mm-hmm. i love that dude well dude it's been fun and uh i'm happy you're where you're at and uh you know hopefully we're gonna get some new episodes out to everyone soon and uh man we're just happy to get back to it uh we've been taking a little break because of you know school and uh training and all that and we're man we're just ready to Spread the gospel to people and encourage some people, man. It's been good, man. Hey, guys, remember, every face has a story. Every face has a story. All right, see you guys later. Peace, guys.